Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Today is January the 20th, 2023. This is your boy, Chris, and this is the Cash Deal with Chris NBA betting podcast slash show. Got a lot to get into, man. A lot to get into. Yesterday wasn't the greatest day. Uh, another losing day. Not that they come like like that, but another losing day yesterday for sure. Uh, was wrong on Mr. And it's a quick recap as well. The podcast is brought to you guys as always by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. Um, Killing and Hayes is where we started the day off with in in uh, in France. Dropped the ball there. So started the day 0-1. Then I also had Boston. Talked about them the day before. Boston just can't get right against Golden State, man. They won the game, but they didn't cover the spread. They opened at five. Uh, maybe the books lured all, lured all of us in. Golden State also played their best road game of the season. Even though they didn't come out with a win, the way that they were able to defend uh, was was not typical. Took took Boston to, to, you know, even – I don't even think they cleared their team total even though the game went to overtime. Jalen Brown came back, tweeted about it yesterday, kind of threw the offensive flow out. For some reason, Boston just can't make shots against Golden State either. So uh, lost lost the spread on the five and then also was on Dame last night thinking he'd have a, um, a good game and a, and a much-needed, uh, you know um, – big performance from from him and his team and uh he shot the ball terribly last night just three for 13 from three and finishes five points short of the 29 well 30 and a half that i ended up locking him in that yesterday doing the show so oh and three day yesterday absolutely of course looking to back back uh bounce back again today uh so let's get into the picks for today man appreciate you guys in the chat hit the like button for me as you guys join um and let's get into it man so I looked at the slate. Uh, we are waiting on injury news in a couple of these games, but a couple of them I do want to talk about. First game up I want to talk about is the Pelicans and the Magic. This is going to be an interesting game, man. I, I um I think it's I think it's definitely going to be an interesting game. So spreading this one open at two in favor of uh, in favor of the Pelicans, and you see money coming in on the Magic. Uh, they're now down to just a one point one point home dog. Uh, this will be their first game, you know, coming back home. Uh, after you know extended extended uh west coast road trip also after an extended uh break this team has had four days of rest versus pelicans teams coming off uh you know just one day's one day's rest uh they got smacked up in their last game against the miami heat i think it was uh i think it was their worst loss of the season and um you know it's one of the reasons why i don't necessarily want to play a side in this one i think with a tight contested spread like one two uh, you know, the game could kind of go either way. I do expect the Pelicans to come out here with something. The problem is when you look at the Pelicans, they 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 just they still got a laundry list of injuries, man. You got Herb Jones listed as questionable in this game. Najee Marshall also on in the injury report listed as questionable with the toe injury. Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson, you know, uh, of course, are still ruled out as well. Then on the opposite side, you got, you know, uh, Markel Folks listed as questionable with an illness, who I like in this game. I really like Markel Folks in this game. But him being listed as questionable. Franz Wagner also listed as questionable. So really difficult game to cap right now, man. I wanna I, I really, really want to take Orlando. I want to take Orlando. Um just because of the I, I talked about it, man. They did well on that road trip. They went out west and and they covered every they didn't win those games, but they won two of those five games on that West Coast road trip. They started off with the win against Golden State, also beat Portland. I think all of those games were competitive, though. They they almost beat Denver. Jokic had to hit the step back game winning three pointer. Uh, Utah, they lost by four, and and they were winning that they were winning at a point in that game. And then um, 
Sacramento was the only game that they, you know, got got smacked up. And that was a that was a get right spot for Sacramento after they had lost to the Lakers. I do remember that one pretty vividly. So they go on a five game road trip and they cover four of the five games, man. I think I think there's something to that. The problem is I also watched the post game interviews uh, from Coach Willie Green and he talked about how you know, it really starts with him. He got to get his guys motivated because uh, them them losing the way that they did to the Miami Heat. And for people who don't know, they got smacked up. And it was a home game. It was the first game back home after a five-game road trip. Uh, they got smacked up. They lost 124-98. to Never was in the game from the beginning. Uh, you know, blowout, whatever, you know, first quarter, first half, and full game. Team totals, uh, spreads, whatever you had for the Miami Heat, you know, absolutely cashing that spot. So now – you get them coming off one day's rest right back on the road again at that. So only, you know, five games at home, come home for one, back on the road again. And they go to they go back to Miami as well, which I think is is telling because they do get the Miami Heat on Sunday in a rematch. Um, and, uh, you know, they, Coach Willie Green wouldn't really allude to that too much in the postgame interview. But I do think that they probably have that one circle more than than this game against Orlando. The problem is, is once you lose in the fashion that the the new the New Orleans Pelicans did and get embarrassed on your home court, you really just can't wait to play basketball again. So I don't know what that means for for the Pelicans because they are shorthanded. Like I said, Orlando is actually one of the teams in the league that does well after they <clears throat> excuse me after they played uh, you know a few games on the road. And having to come back, I think I got the magic. At all teams don't do do that well, you know, um, when they are coming back off a road trip. But the magic specifically, when you look at this team, I'm gonna share my screen real quick. When you look at this Orlando Magic team, they are. You guys can see that right there: three and three straight up, five and one against the spread. They've covered every spread except the one against the 76ers. Now, of course, they were they were dogs in those games. You can see the average line was 3.8, so about a four-point dog in this one. This will be uh, the the second shortest line. You guys see that they were also dogs against the uh, Charlotte Hornets here, and they, they, they smacked up the Charlotte Hornets. But what I create is uh, looking at the Magic after they've come back home after at least a two-game road trip. So they do well in this spot, ATS. They also win in these games as well. And then, you know, the other thing to take into consideration, if you just look at them as an away, as a as a home dog, we know how how good they are as a home dog. This team is 12 and 5 against the spread, 9 and 8 straight up. So not only are they covering the spread, but they also win in the game. And you see how tight the margin is, 113 to 113. And you see all the cover covers in a row as well. That's three, five, six of their last eight games they've been able to cover. So uh, really, really difficult game for me. You guys see the total as well. About This is about 227 points, the total being at 228. So seems like a really, really difficult line. Um, like I said, I really wanted to get there with Markel Fultz. Uh, he was one of, the, one of the guys that I kind of capped as far as player props in this game. Um, his points and assists. It, I got to figure out, you know, if he's going to play and, you know, how, how he's dealing with this injury, if I can, you know, figure out some things with the beat writers. But you look at Markel Fultz, his points and assists line sitting at 19 and a half. And I, I, I chose to keep the, the rebounds out just because the Pelicans are a pretty good rebounding team. But Markel Fultz, his points and assists, 19 and a half. He's gone over the number in four, four of his last five games, averaging 15 and a half points and 6.8 assists while playing t- over 27 minutes per game in each contest. He's also averaging 6.8 uh, assists 
went 12.4 potential assists uh, over the last five games on that road trip as well. You look at the Pelicans on the opposite side, they're allowing the fourth most assists to point guards over the last seven games at 9.3. And, you know, point guards have have uh, have done well against the Pelicans this season. You get Herb Jones potentially not being there, and I think it's a big game for Markel Folks, depending on how he does with the illness. Some of the point guards that have had, you know, really good passing games and assist games against this team, Garland, 11 assists. Luka, 10. Uh, Max Struess had 10 assists. Ben Simmons, 9. Monte Morris had 8. Ja, I'm sorry, Monte Morris had 9. Ja had 8. James Harden had 8. Tyus Jones had 8. And Tyler Hero had 7 in the last game, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of these point guards are getting to that number specifically against this team. Um, the Pelicans are a team that's vulnerable to to point guards. And Markel Fultz is a big guard as well. Like, he's pretty strong. He's pretty physical. So if he's in, I might look towards his towards his points and assist line. Like I said, 19 and a half feels a tad bit too low, being that the Pelicans are, are you know, the are in a, a pretty funky spot right here. And also, I mentioned, you know, the Magic having a big, big rest advantage. Uh, four days of rest compared to only – uh, only one day of rest. Teams don't get four days of rest too often. I also looked at that. I'll talk about that more on the uh, Crispy Captain show later. But um, also moving on, uh, I don't want to stay on one game too long. Looking at this Miami Heat game. So the Heat, uh, this game actually opened at the Heat catching a catching a point and a half. It's actually moved now to uh, to Miami, um, actually laying a point. So this this the uh, point and a half this, this it opened at the actual reverse line of what you guys see on the screen. The Mavs were actually uh were actually favorites in this game, and it's quickly flipped to the Heat being favorites. And the total in this one has gone up from two seventeen and a half up to two eighteen. I would agree with the movement on the total going up. You look at this Dallas Mavericks team; they're not playing a lot of defense. You also look at them; they don't have Christian Wood. Christian Wood is going to be out for the foreseeable future he won't participate in this game the problem and 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 that's that's uh you know highly uh problematic for the Dallas Mavericks who you know Luka isn't you know in in the greatest condition himself uh as far as injury news he continues to pop up on the injury report um you also look at uh, uh Tim Hardaway Jr Tim Hardaway Jr also uh he, he's listed as probable but he's dealing with an ankle injury as well so a uh, lot of lot of things going on, man. A lot a lot of things going on in this game specifically. Um, what I was looking at in this game, though, real quick. Let me bring it up. Uh, the Miami Heat specifically, um, and the reason why, and and I, I so I played the Miami Heat. I actually played them last night. Uh, I, I played them on the money line. It was a minus one ten. Uh, I just feel like at this point in the season, Miami Heat are, are getting are getting healthy. Typically, the Miami Heat are a team that we can't we can't bet the night before. Extended laundry list, CVS receipt of injuries, uh, the injury report manipulation has been crazy. Um, but you look at their injury report; they don't have a lot of guys on the injury report. You get Kyle Lowry back, Tyler Hero's playing well right now. Uh, also, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler's going to be in. All of those guys that gave Vincent Max Struess. All of those guys, Caleb Mart, all those guys are in for the Heat. I think that's why you see the line shift. So I took I took the Heat uh, money line, minus 108 last night. Like I said, getting healthy, coming off the double-digit win against the Pelicans. Uh, this is the last game of a three-game road trip for them. Um, you look at the Mavs' offensive rating with Christian Wood. It's a one uh, 117.1, and they're averaging 113 points per game in that spot compared to just a 111 offensive rating 
uh, and and only only giving up uh, only only averaging 108 points without him. So five point dip there and a six point dip in their offensive rating with and without Christian Wood this season. Mavs also just one in three against the spread and straight up without Wood in the lineup this season. Most recent loss came against uh, the um, the Portland Trailblazers. So I did play the Heat last night. Official play for me on the money line uh, before the spread started to started to move. I got them pretty much at a pick last night. Uh, when I was capping the game, because I do think that the Heat, you know, like I said, are are the, the much better team, at least in better form right now. I think that they could go into Dallas and get and get a win. Uh, you don't need them to win by much. Like I said, if you take them on the money line, even if you wanted to lay the point and a half, this is a TNT game, though. I think that I'm sorry, an ESPN game. So I expect Miami to get up for this one, man. Miami is the you know, they're, they're the better team right now in better form. Uh, and they're what seven and three, their last 10, seven and three against the spread as well. Against the you know, versus the Dallas Mavericks, just four and six in their last 10 and two and eight, uh, against the spread as well. So, I did play the Miami Heat on the money line. Um, that's what I got. I also had a look towards Bam, uh, looking at Bam. Bam's a guy that typically drops the ball when I bet on him, though, man. But everything says take Bam. So, uh, I was looking at his points plus rebounds. Didn't lock this one officially in. Uh, probably won't end up double dipping in the same game. But Bam, 32 and a half uh, points plus rebounds. So he's over in four straight games, six of his last seven. Uh, last five game stats show that he's averaging 22 and a half points, 11 and a half rebounds, good for 34 points plus rebounds. The Mavs also, I mentioned it, will be without Christian Wood, who provides uh, a lot of paint protection for them down low. In the, in the last two games against the Dallas Mavericks last year, because he hasn't played against them this season, Bam has cleared this number in both games as well. Spolstra also just came out in a post-game interview and said that, quote, we can't get the ball to him enough, right? They really want the offense to run through Bam. Uh, I think Bam plays well in this spot. I also like Tyler Hero. I like Tyler Hero a lot as well. So undecided on them too, but um, I think Bam slash Tyler Hero has a big game today. Kyle Lowry still kind of trying to get himself integrated back into the offense. I think the last game against the Pelicans was his first game back so maybe even look towards some unders uh on on uh on mr tyler i'm sorry on mr kyle Lowry. so enough enough time on that game uh let me go on to the jazz i, I want to talk about the jazz and the nets also want to talk about the grizzlies and my lakers as well so uh let's move on to this jazz and the nets game so jazz and the nets man uh, and, and the reason why i didn't talk about the the knicks and the uh hawks game i i i did cap that game the reason why i'm not going to talk about it right now is because of the the um the questionable tag uh, associated with trey young and bogdanovich as we get more information of course that number probably will start to move uh spread is moving towards atlanta um knicks will be without mitchell robinson who got hurt in the last game so I'll talk a little bit more about that game uh, later on, but I do want to touch on this Nets and the Jazz game because I talked to you guys recently. If you guys have been tapping into the NBA Crispy Captain Show at 515, I've been talking about uh, these totals, right? So a lot of the times I'm looking to take these totals against teams that are on the second leg of a back-to-back, not in their greatest defensive form, right? I think that's what we get with the Brooklyn Nets in this spot. So uh, two teams, you know, kind of going the opposite way right now. The, the the Brooklyn Nets are starting to pan out just a tad bit. We saw them lose the game last night. They put up a, a pretty uh you know pretty good effort last night against the uh against the Phoenix Suns late in that game, not early. They were getting smacked up early in that game. They had to fight back in the fourth quarter. I think they I want to say they outscored the the Phoenix Suns by maybe 10 points in that game. 
Uh, now you get them on the second night of a back-to-back in Utah. Utah has been playing really, really well in Utah. Also catching teams on the second night of a back-to-back. They just did it with the Clippers. We cashed on their team total over in that spot. I don't see a reason why we don't do it again today. This Brooklyn Nets team is starting to fall off without Kevin Durant. Ben Simmons got ejected yesterday. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ben Simmons got ejected yesterday. And, uh, you know, a pretty pretty much is a hothead right now. Uh, not getting calls, not, not being aggressive um brooklyn just just not really in good form right now you also look at this game it'll be a third game in four nights for them as well they haven't won a game since kevin durant uh you know was injured they they lost four in a row failed to cover every single spread i can't back brooklyn right now until they show me i can't back them right now um what i looked at in this game and i actually had it pulled up for you guys i wanted to show you guys some stuff because i'm i mean all everything i just said was off the top of my head i actually got some got some notes in this one let me go back to my notes so i talked about the team totals um uh for the nets right so in three game in the three games uh since kevin durant was well, been actually been four now uh since kevin durant got hurt the nets have not been able to really score the ball at all they they, they scored 98 points of course that was a game without Kyrie as well 98 against the spurs 102 at home to the thunder 98 to the Celtics, and then they did get 112 last night against the Suns. But like I said, a lot of those points, I know that they scored at least 30 points in the fourth quarter last night to get that team total to 112. Last five games that show that the Utah Jazz actually has a top six offense. They're, they're six offensive rated, six most uh, offensive rated team. And Brooklyn ranks dead last at 101.1. You look at this Jazz team, and this is what I wanted to show you guys. They're averaging a 64 points in the first half, 126 points in this spot when they're at home uh, rested against an opponent uh, on the second leg of a back-to-back. So that's actually what I had for you guys. Let me see if I can pull it up. So this is what I was talking about here. So Jazz at home, opponent rest equals zero. So a team having to fly into Utah. I'm not looking to back the Jazz, right? You see that they're only one in five. They still end up somehow finding find a way to lose these games. but and, and they don't cover the spread either, right? Somehow, not, not 100% sure how you not do that. But you look at these overs right here, right? And you also, you look at their... Oh, I'm sorry. This is not the right thing. This is actually... This is it. But the the, the don't pay attention to what you guys see here. This is the query right here, just because I hit the back button. So this is the Jazz at home with their with with uh with their opponent unrested so opponent rest equals zero meaning they're on the second leg of a back-to-back and the jazz are at home this is exactly what they did against the clippers which is why i was on those team totals for the clipper uh for them against the clippers and this is what i'm looking at right here though dps is delta point scored so this is how many points they they're scoring how, how, how often they're going over their team total versus how often they're going under so you guys see here they're four and one to the over on their team total and they're not going over by one or two points, right? Like, like if you if you take a team to score 119 points, and and they go over and score 126, you don't. I mean, that's that's a non-sweat cash, right? So here's what I'm looking at: over t- by 23 and a, by pretty much 23 and a half points against the Lakers. You guys see the same thing with the Clippers went over by seven. Same thing with the Heat. Same thing with the with the clip with the with the Clippers. The only team they went under against was actually the Pistons. Uh, interestingly enough, who who can't stop a nosebleed right now? 
they end up giving up close to 130 points yesterday in Paris against Chicago. But this is what I'm talking about. First quarter, they're giving up 33. They're scoring 33.6 points. First half, that's about 64 points right there. 60, 63, 64 points. Um, and then full game, like I said, 125.8. So that's how I'm looking to fade the uh, looking to fade specifically the 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 Brooklyn Nets defense on the second leg of a back to back, having to travel and go into altitude as well. Um, that's what I would look to to play in that game. So uh, team totals haven't come out yet, or at least I haven't seen them. Maybe they're available in your books, but that's what I'd be looking at in that game. And then last but not least, this this Grizzlies game against the Lakers. Uh, can't look towards the Lakers, at least in my estimation. Um, Memphis was a team that was kind of struggling at the beginning of the season when they were away favorites. I want to I want to pull that up real quick and show you guys that as well. Uh, they they did struggle in this spot. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. So if you guys are watching on on YouTube, you guys can see I am creating the Grizzlies as away favorites. So 11 and six straight up, only eight and eight against the spread. Uh, you see a lot of these losses coming early, right? And to me, what I credit that to is uh, I attribute that to, uh, you know, them not being full squad. We know Jared Jackson Jr. wasn't wasn't playing. These games came back in November. Um, Jared Jackson Jr. wasn't playing. Um, Desmond Bain was also hurt. Ja was in and out of the lineup. But what I'm looking at is more recently, right? So since the loss against the Golden State Warriors on Christmas Day, this team has done really, really well going into other teams' gyms. So what I look at is more recent performances. So date being greater than 2022, 1225, everything after Christmas. Last four games as an away favorite for the Grizzlies. 4-0 against the spread, 4-0 straight up, 3-1 to the over. And it's them scoring the points. 125.8. They played against the Raptors, scored 119, one by 13. The Pacers scored 130, uh, only gave up 112. The Hornets, 131, um, only only gave up 107. And then the Magic as well, 123, gave up 115. So they've won and covered all these spreads. This is what I talk about with the team totals. 32 points, 34 points in the second quarter. So they're dominating the first quarter, first half, even on the road as an away favorite. 66 points in the first half, finishing about 125 points. You see a big number on the spread. I'd be looking towards the team totals for the Grizzlies. I do think that the Lakers just don't have enough offense to keep up with this team as well. So I'll probably be looking to play, uh, you know, either the spread or or the team totals over for the Memphis Grizzlies. Also, another thing I looked at was the Grizzlies coming off a previous ATS uh, loss and then they're home because they didn't cover in the last game against the Charlotte, against the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Here you guys can see that they're seven and four against the spread. Um, yeah, seven and four against the spread, eight and three straight up, still getting 120, 120 points in this one and still averaging that's 64 points in the, in the first, uh, in the first half for those games as well. So you see that they do have three non-covers. Two of these games came against this, you know, the San Antonio Spurs, you know, pretty unmotivated spots there, but they continue to score the ball at a, at a, at a really, 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 really high rate. Uh, you guys can take a look at their team totals here. So typically they bounce back. Uh, I'm sorry, this and this is actually this is actually what I wasn't looking at. 
this is what I wanted you guys to see. So even though this team, like I said, at the beginning of the season, weren't covering spreads, this is their first game on the road after not covering at home. So they have they weren't covering, right? Four four uh four ATS losses in a row at the beginning of the season before having a push at the very beginning. Last three games, however, cover, cover, cover. And you look at these totals, delta point score, DPS, boom, 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 going over their team total in the last three. So you do get you do get this team today playing against a Laker team that it's pretty much still depleted, man. They're still, you know, without Austin Reeves, still without Lonnie Walker. Um, a couple of those guys have become a shell of themselves. Uh, Schroeder was playing well two weeks ago. He's regressed back to the mean, not not being able to score the ball recently. So I'd be looking towards the Grizzlies team totals over. I really like the Grizzlies team. And, and just a recap uh, of everything that I just talked about, because I'm going to jump off here. But um, a recap of everything that I just kind of talked about. Grizzlies, team total overs. Um, what and, and what I didn't even have for you guys is what I had written in my notes is that Memphis has played four games as as home favorites. And what I guess what I just kind of talked about four games as road favorites since Christmas Day, since the Christmas Day beat down to the Warriors. They're four no straight up and against the spread, averaging uh, winning by average of 15 points and scoring 66 points in the first half. Also, after previ previous ATL loss at home. When the next game is on the road, which is what I just showed you guys, 3-0 straight up, 2-0-1 against the spread, averaging 61 points in the first half and allowing just 55 points in the first half. So in, in summary, recap of what my what my, my top looks of the day was, I did play the Miami Heat on the money line, minus 108. The spread's moving towards them as well. I do think, you know, nationally televised game, they get up for this game. Not to say that Luka doesn't as well. I just don't know if the, the, the Dallas Mavericks have enough uh, enough firepower to be able to keep up with this Miami Heat team now that they're, uh, you know, starting to get healthy uh, and starting to string together some wins. Pelicans game, I really like Markel Folks. I just can't get there with him yet. I need to see what the, you know, what the news with the injury is. And then also looking at Bam, over 32 and a half points plus rebounds in that game against the Miami Heat. Uh, I'm sorry, a game against the Dallas Mavericks. He plays for the Miami Heat. Memphis team totals over and the Jazz team totals over against the Nets coming in on the second night of a back-to-back -back with travel from, from Phoenix. So that's what I got for you guys, man. Hit the like button for me if you guys enjoyed the show. Let me see what y'all say in the comment section before I get off here. I'm already been on for 26 minutes and some change. Uh, talk about Hayes letdown. Dude blew, <laughs> blew home the uh flew home to, to, to brick yeah I, it was crazy i was talking about i was talking to myself about that this morning bitchy like how you go home and have such a terrible performance after all these articles came out about how you couldn't wait to play in front of your home crowd and you couldn't wait to see your family and yeah dj said he loved appels here i'm fading teams in their first game uh, after a uh, rose stretch orlando first game uh in more than two weeks yeah i think they, they just do well. All teams don't do bad in their first game back, DJ. I know that the Wizards are another team that does really, really well in their first game back home. Dallas does well in their first game back home, too. So I think it's all, you know, specific to the actual team. Markel said he backwood in the Magic game. Uh, what up, Brian, Zachariah, Anthony, good morning to you. What's up, Andrew? Uh, Andrew said, told you about my sons last night. They cashed. I wasn't on the opposite side. I really wanted to get there. Shout out to Chris. These morning shows and nightly shows are a necessity before I place any bets. Appreciate you um, as well, man. Appreciate you as well. Uh, Lloyd over points. I could not talk anybody off Lloyd uh, to go over his points prop. 
Uh, DJ said Jazz first quarter and third quarter look nice from that query. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be looking at, like I said, I've been playing first half and full game just to kind of stay away from the, the, the volatility of the first quarter team totals, if that makes sense. Uh, Markel said Grizzlies first half. Uh, did you touch on the Golden State game? I did not touch on the Golden State game, Derek. Uh, I don't know if they play uh, only Boston hard on the road or if they try to play championship contender hard. Yeah, Derek, the way that that game ended last night make me think that they may try to get this one in Cleveland today too. Um, I think that that game is going to be interesting, right? Like, does Clay play? Does Kerr just kind of rest the starters and sets this one out? Um, does Donovan Mitchell play? Because he got upgraded to questionable yesterday. We know that he didn't play in the game against the Grizzlies the, uh, two days of the, two days ago. So, you know, a lot of moving parts in that one for me, Derek, which is why I didn't really touch on that game. Um, yeah. Uh, DJ said, Lucas, 70, 25, and 15 clip loading. Wow. That'd be crazy. Uh, the Heat, one thing that they don't do well is defend the three-point line. So if you're looking at three-point props, you do want to kind of, you know, see who's shooting the three-point ball well for the for the, uh, for the Dallas Mavericks, and they'll be at home. So maybe a Tim Hardaway Jr., if he, uh, you know, is is willing to, willing to go. Um, talked about the Knicks game. A lot of moving parts. Got to wait till we get the news about Trey Young and Bogdanovich, in my estimation. Um, but the Knicks should, you know, they typically play Atlanta hard. Atlanta going to want to get some revenge. They always going to, you know, try to try to win games against the Knicks. Uh, you know, it's like little brother, big brother to them. They, they they're going to try to crush the Knicks. Atlanta also playing, you know, a lot better basketball. Knicks coming off a loss. They should be motivated in this spot after losing to 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 the Washington Wizards two nights ago as well. So that's what I got for you guys, man. Hit the like button for me if you guys can. Also, check out the podcast, man. I, even if you guys don't have to, you know, don't go back and listen to it. Uh you know, if you want to, that's fine. But if you don't want to go back and listen to it, go check the podcast out on all pod podcast streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, download it. Uh, leave me a review over there as well. And hit the like button for me on the way out. Uh, appreciate you guys for being here as always. Grateful for the community as always. And uh, hopefully we get some cash today, man. That's what we're trying to do. Official play for me. I locked into Miami Heat uh, on the money line, minus 108. Uh, everything else is just kind of, kind of waiting for, you know, some of these numbers to come out, but already did the homework. So that's what I got for you guys, uh, in the show, as I always do, none of this financial consultation, it's all theory and logic and query and trends bet with your head, not over it. 5:15 Eastern time. Tap back in with me for the crispy capper show. I'm out.